0: Hannah that's correct we are live doing the podcast in the snow remotely with Jack Duffin
1: jack how are you buddy i'm doing really well hey the browns are 4 and 2 what is not to like you've got 76.5% chance of making the playoffs as a 4 and 2 team there's a stat for you today um but i've, I've been having an absolute blast um two great weeks in the states but then The bit I'm most interested in and what we're going to focus today on the show is this nuts trip that Paul's on. And it is nuts. You look at it as a line on Google Maps and you're like, has he lost the plot? So we know he's at a high level of loss, plot. this might take it to the absolute pinnacle. And yeah, I I cannot honestly wait to hear. I've been loving it. And I'd recommend following Paul on Instagram. There is great content every day, but this journey has been something else.
0: Well, before we talk about Paul Brown, and it is the Paul Brown Podcast, Jack, just tell a little bit about where you've been in America. Just the headlines.
1: Yeah, so I did San Francisco, drove through Yosemite to um, Vegas, did the Grand Canyon wires was there, drove down to Where'd LA. Where did you stay in Vegas? Uh, the Excalibur.
0: On nice. the strip,
1: but nice and cheap. Um, then in LA, and then over to Anaheim for four days at Disney, um, did the Walt Disney Studio Tour. Which isn't open normally for anyone, but managed to scrounge a ticket to get around there. So uh, that was great fun. Cool. Uh, Highlight of the trip? Yosemite and Grand Canyon. Um, I would say genuinely nuts, just the sheer scale of it. Um, Both of those were incredible. Each of the cities, pretty boring, I'm not going to lie. There is like two to three days worth of things to do in all three of those cities. Um, They're great, like Alcatraz, Golden Gate Bridge was brilliant. But I'd naturally assume having been to like the New Yorks, gone to London, there is so much stuff to do. Whereas each of those cities, was a little bit more tame. And, always bonus news, finished in profit from Vegas, which uh, is always the way you want to leave. Mate,
0: it's a very fair point. And uh, um, I'll finish up by saying this, is I love american national parks i love the beauty in america versus you know i enjoy city life i live in london but you are right mate every city's different i enjoy a good piss up in a different city but i don't want to go to museums i want to see a few landmarks and then i want to drink with locals that's just the way i am and that's what i like um have you done Yosemite? Yeah, I, I haven't been to a lot of national parks, mate, and I think definitely the way forward to come back is to fly into a state and try and cover all the national parks in a state. Uh, this trip is being far, far too fast when you're in a national park and then so, so slow in between national parks. Well, so.
1: Next time we do, we're away at San Fran or away at Vegas... I recommend that's the one to pair up with Yosemite, um, or Vegas and LA. You can do Grand Canyon, um, but yeah, I yeah. fully recommend well, that um, to anyone, even our listeners in the states. Well worth doing. We've got um, we yeah. have got Denver to LA as a possible route
0: that yeah. I am weighing up. But anyway, um, I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't think I'm going to do it. But anyway, uh, after this trip, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm mentally, uh, uh Scarred, but no. Um, I think it's nice to do a trip like this every year, I think that's probably best. Um, so yeah, so real headlines of my trip uh, flew into Chicago, I went out with Angry Browns fan, I went out with um, the president of the Chai Chai Browns backers, um, Jake. So we had you know, we did Chicago. So imagine this, I land in Chicago. I go out, start drinking. I finish drinking at three in the morning. I go to a Greyhound station because I've got no hotel. My bus leaves at 6 a.m. So I fall asleep in the Greyhound. I then go down to Indiana. and I realize I haven't had a shower for 36 hours. And I like to shower every 24 hours minimum. So I then found a swimming pool because my hotel room wasn't ready. Had a Had a shower, went for a swim, had a hot tub, and then went out again. From five o'clock till two in the morning, and you got to remember I've, I'm on two hours sleep, and I get I was polite. I gave my phone battery to someone else. I lost them in the night. I had a huge night in Indi- Indianapolis. Uh, went to the Browns backers, and then went out. The Browns backers was wasn't really going off, so I thought fuck it, let's just get this going. I met some Browns fans. We just went. Bar to bar, classic Paul Brown, Jagerbomb, 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 Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. Before I know it, my phone's dead. Uh, I'm in a nightclub. Some girls are taking all my Browns gear off of me. I'm standing up in the club in my boxer shorts, realising, okay, now's the time to go home, Paul. So uh, I leave the club. I then, this is exclusive, I went walking around India with no battery on my phone. Like fuck, and my hotel is ten minutes Uber away, and there's no taxis, so I yeah you know, I need to get an Uber. So I'm on, like going into hotels. Can I charge my phone? No, I'm I'm now looking like a drunk homeless person in Indianapolis, and I think the the golden light in my head was White Castle, the little small burgers they have in America, and there was a drive through, and I turned up the drive through, and basically they said. We're not allowed to let you in, but you can walk around the drive-thru. So I then walk around to the drive-thru, and they say, only vehicles only. So then they pointed at a scooter. and So then I'm pushing a scooter around White Castle, beeping. And then I go, like, can you charge my phone? And like, company policy, we can't. So I get two little mini burgers. I then go around again and beg the girl, flirt with her. She puts on charge for me. I go around four times and there's a video, and there's a and there is basically um uh there is basically a um uh, video or there's basically a um photo of me glazed eyes, two o'clock in the morning, just standing there, got no idea what's going on, and that kind of sums up my
1: uh trip to Indianapolis. Can, can you tell me one part? Because you actually saw some live sport in Chicago. Do you remember it? And how was it? Oh, live turtle racing. <laughs> um, it was phenomenal. It was one of the most bizarre things
0: ever. Um, it was a bit like a um, karaoke vibe where like you've got someone on a mic. He takes the piss out of the crowd. Yeah, it's quite good. Quite good fun. So um, it was more of an excuse to drink. And no turtles did
1: get hurt in the process. Always good news. Uh, you don't, you don't India, want the, the mutant ginger uh, be- Turtles turning up, do you? Kicking off.
0: No, nah, yeah, no, no. But um, I then had to be up at five a.m. to help with the tailgate setup. I woke up at seven a.m. in a bad way, hungover, feeling like sick. Got out, got an Uber at eight to the tailgate. Then people were coming up to me with shots and everything. And I'm just like. I'm not in the right place mentally for drinking these shots. So uh, I had a very relaxed tailgate. If anyone saw me, I was very sheepish. I then went to the game. Wow, what a stadium. Uh, I don't think anything on TV gives that stadium justice, how nice and beautiful it is. The combo lines there, wow. And, you know, especially when the when we were watching the Combines religiously in 2017, 2018, you know, you hear about the stories about Indianapolis. It's a really small city, which you can walk around. Um, It'd be on par with something like Stoke or something really small. Um, And the stadium's right in the city. So the city works, hasn't got a lot to do there, but there's this famous steak restaurant called St. St. Elmo and you hear about people talking about it during the, the combine where NFL deals happen. And I went there and it was really nice food. They have like this prawn cocktail, horseradish, really hot, like ridiculously hot, spicy hot and yeah the stadium was great. The game was, I felt once again, I'm in a stadium where the Cleveland Browns loses this game in a classic Cleveland Browns way. Of the second week on about, won a bounce, we've won that game. So, uh, absolutely buzzing with the result. Um, the Colts fans were really nice. So, um, from there, I'll speed up a little bit. We went Before, before Indianapolis... we jump further in
1: the story, just just on that game, um, I'll do a quick little bit on it. I just I thought the Browns, there was errors. It wasn't perfect, but so, so well just to come out and win that game. And the same with the week before, and a shout out to the LA Browns backers because I watched the game with them. Um drinking nice. with them at 9:30 in the morning. It? It's basically straight where the Hall of Fame is, or the Walk of Fame is, it's right next to that. So prime spot for their bar. But it was full. There must have been a good 50 odd people in there. And that place went nuts when the uh that field goal was missed at the end. It was it was insane. Um did you meet the OBR guy? Uh no, no I'm not I'm not there because Stephen Thomas, I think he, he's in Vegas now or something, something in LA. Okay. Who knows? Um, but, uh, um, it's one where that was great experience. And then I was just at home watching the Colts game, but I always felt like we're going to do this still. And I don't know why, because you know me, I'm I'm usually pretty pessimistic of like, no, it's all fucked. Um, but all the way through, I was like, I, I think we've got this game still. And, uh, yeah, what a win. And those two wins are massive to our playoff races because of all the Watson stuff, everything going on. We're probably still going to go one and two, I think, over the next two, uh, three weeks, at least, if not better. And that leaves you right on course for the playoffs. You've got to win six of these last 11 games. So playoffs are well in um, hand. Um, so positive vibes for me here, but take it away because I, I, I believe you went to see a certain friend of the show. Yeah. Um, I um when
0: I left Chicago I just texted Joe Thomas just saying, Hey mate, bizarrely I'm coming through Madison tomorrow. Are you around? He said, Oh pop in, um, here's my address. Uh jump on the uh on the uh, breaking news, the Tomahawk show. So um yeah, he texted me and I said, uh, tell your tell your wife to cook us an English breakfast. Um, 'cause she lived in a she lived in um uh, England for a bit. So um, near Leicester. But anyway, so a bit bizarre. You turn up at Joe Thomas's house and, you know, he lives in the countryside, in the Madison Hills, you could say. And you turn up with a fucking huge Cleveland Browns bus. And you're like, <laughs> where do I park? What are the locals thinking? Anyway, so then I go and like, hey, guys, there's four of us in the bus. I say, look, let me just go and knock on the door. I don't know if his kids are around I don't you know I don't want to scare him with a load of dog pounds you know so uh, I go to the door knock on the door he's got a ring doorbell and I wait and I wait and I saw Joe then come to the door with a camera and I'm standing there anyway he films me at the door and then um his his toenails are painted by his daughters interesting <laughs> fact but um he just says how's it all going you know I had a chat about Germany because he's going to Germany. Uh, I, I then introduced him to the rest of the uh, dog pound, and then um uh, they all we all had, they had photos, signed shirts, did whatever they had to do. Top guy, and then um, he goes, Yeah, jump on my podcast. So basically, it's me, Joe Thomas, Hawk on a podcast, Hawk for Remote, and Joe Thomas gives me his headphones. And Joe Thomas has one in his right ear and he gives me his left one. So he should really pull it in his left ear and give me the right one so we're like a little bit far. So me and him are like cuddling into one mic <laughs> trying to do a podcast. And I say to him, mate, whenever you say get yourself to Seattle, I'm going to leave. So basically I have to then walk out of Joe Thomas's house on my own and then shut the door behind me and everything. It's seems a bit all bizarre. Like yeah. um, I'm in Joe Thomas's house and yeah. So... um
1: did you anyway, do a Guinness challenge? Checked.
0: Sorry, we didn't do the Guinness challenge, no. Um, he was a bit quiet, mate, in his own house. Um, So, yeah, after that, we then um did the podcast. Hawk came on, breaking news. He's been to London twice in the last six months. And he goes, I stayed in this area. I can't remember where he stayed. And then I went to a really snobby area. What's that really snobby area called? And, and where do you live? And I went, Yeah, a bit awkward. I live in the snobby area and it's called Mayfair. And then he just starts destroying me. He goes, before the show, you say you wear suits. So why are you dressed like this? Why are you dressed like a Cleveland Browns clown? And he's just fucking just destroying (laughs) me on the show. Like he's saying to me, um, I hope he edits it out. Um, um, And he's like, go on, Paul, do your best American accent. And I've like, I've never done an American accent before. You know, like I said, coffee. And then Joe Thomas goes, he goes, Joe Thomas do an English accent. And Joe Thomas goes, go f- throw another shrimp on the barbie. And I'm like, that's Australian, Joe. You know, it's just just like, oh. I must come across like an absolute prick on the podcast. So uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what gets edited out.
1: Um, things. Oh, you you also uh, bumped into another chap that our listeners know. It'd be wrong just uh, cut him out of the podcast. Uh, friend of the podcast, a
0: South Dakota, a South Dakota Browns backers was on the podcast. Oh, I meant Ian. Uh, Oh, (laughs) talk about Ian. Jesus, yeah, big shout out to Ian. Thanks a lot for the Porto Tillos hot dog. It was good catching up with him in Chicago. He drove to see the bus and, um, yeah, good good catch up. Actually, me and Ian have had a chat a few times since we've been on the road, so it feels like Ian's with me on the trip. So uh, um, he's heard this story, so that's why he's not on the podcast. Um, and, yeah, just to really sum up really quickly, Jack is um, left Joe Thomas, ate some cheese curls, curds, in Wisconsin had a spotted cow my favorite beer. beer and then we went through Minnesota Minnesota which was long uh, we then went through South Dakota which is fucking long and we went to Rushmore a uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore uh, and then this was never part of my trip or I did anything I understood but then when we came through Wyoming into Montana we suddenly have a load of Native Americans. So it's, I've totally learned a, a new um, a, a new group of people. They like to be called... Um,
1: they don't tribes? have
0: tribes. They have unions and stuff. Natives they have, I think they have. Nations. They have nations. So yeah, I went out with a Native American last night for some tacos, an Indian taco. He still calls it Indian taco, even though they don't like being called Indians. Um... So, uh, yeah, so that was it really. So, um, uh, we're now hit by snow in a place called Billings.
1: Nice. Yeah. How long and, left? Uh, just, just Can introduce you, you really sense?
0: quickly on a podcast. We've got a uh, big Willie dog here. What's poppin', baby? He's my roomie. Great roomie. He understands I snore. He leads me to snore. Great what guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, good stuff. So when do you arrive in Seattle?
0: Uh, we arrive in Seattle. Well, we've we've currently got um, we've currently got uh, six inches of snow, and um, yeah, it's six inches of snow, and two days. So it, we're in Thursday. It's going to be Friday when we get to Seattle. We
1: reckon, but there's a lot of snow between now and then. And so people on Sunday need to come find the big bus. And is that yeah, where, where like you're going to be drinking?
0: Bus. There's some uh, t-shirts being sold for charity as well. Um yeah, so I need to find where them things are, so, um, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, just get yourself down to Seattle, come and meet me and Big Willie Dog, and um, we'll have a great time.
1: Well, there it is. Catch up with everything Paul's going to do between now and...
0: I've got a few questions for you. Go for it. Um, I know we're not doing a pre-game show now, but there is news of some Deshaun Watson stuff and not playing. Um, We've pulled up two running backs from the practice squad. Squad, Tell us a little bit what's going on. You know, you've learned something this week. You can't take people up and down three times from the practice squad, if I'm right. So maybe yes. just tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so just on that, you're limited to three elevations per season um, from the practice squad to the 53 man Per person? So, yeah, for each player. So Walker's done his three, which means he now needs to be signed to the roster, which is what they've done. Um, Can he... So that- Jack, can he ever go down to the practice squad again? They can cut him and re-sign him to the practice squad, but part but of he it goes via waiver then. It have well, how long has he been in the league? Yeah, if he would go via waivers, I think, because I don't know if he's done his four years. If he's done four years in the league, he wouldn't go on waivers. He could just sign to another team and choose where to sign. Um, but it's one where I, I my guess would be Watson's out for the next three weeks because. He says he's out for the next two. There's no point bringing him back against the Ravens. They're really good at the minute. So let him recover for the next three, and then get him back for the Steelers game. The reason why I'm I'm okay not hey, come on, mate. A... What? Come on, mate. You'd put your best weapon
0: out against Ravens, though. Surely.
1: But I wouldn't want to put him out against the Ravens. He get re-injures the shoulder, and he's done for several weeks. So if he's if he's a hundred percent ready and he's a hundred percent healthy, I'm fine with it. But if he's like 80%, I'm not putting him out there for the Ravens game because we're on course to make the playoffs. And if he re-injures it and he's out for another four weeks, we're not making the playoffs. So I wouldn't risk everything on an 80% Watson and throw him out and see what happens. I'd rather he fully recovers and then gets to that stage.
0: Uh, so, mate, here's a question for you. Yep. Um,
1: when is the trade deadline? So it's uh, Tuesday. Um, lots of questions around Jacoby Brissett I think it would probably take a third round pick to do the deal so they get a third we get. We
0: lost him for a fifth, right?
1: no, that was Dobbs Dobbs. we lost for a fifth and the reason why it's a third is Ron Rivera's head coach and GM effectively he is probably getting fired in the summer or the end of the season if he doesn't make the playoffs so what point of sense is it for him to trade away his backup quarterback for a pick for next year, because that's not going to help him get to the playoffs this year. So I think that's probably the point where he goes, Nah, I'm fine. Not going to do it. Um, So I, I would expect it to be one where they stay where they are. I don't think they'll probably add anyone, if I'm honest. Um, they'll be sniffing around deals, but I think it probably stays the way it is. Um, and we just roll through a season, but I'm still feeling good. We can get six games left wins on the schedule. Even if they brought in Brissett, we probably might still go one and two in the next three games. So it's not one where he dramatically moves the needle. He's not going to win multiple playoff games. Our best course to win playoff games this season, Watson gets healthy. Watson then plays better than we've seen so far, or even just plays to the Titans level for the rest of the season. So I'm, I'm positive. I think we're in a good spot. It's just might be a bumpy three weeks. Nice. Uh, Yeah, playoff Browns. Let's go.
0: Let's go, Browns. Yeah, so good catching up, pal. And um, you're liking all the dog videos.
1: Loving the dog content. That's why I I go to social media. So the fact that I get Paul Brown and dog content all in the same video, priceless. Nice. All right, mate. Uh, are you watching the game on Sunday? (laughs) I will be following it at a gig because I booked gig tickets on a Sunday night thinking, great this is the week where because the clocks move in the uk five till eight i can watch the game and then go to the gig that was pre-scheduled coming out so my perfect ingenious plan of watch the game go to a gig isn't quite working so i'm going to be watching a band called punk rock factory which basically do uh sort of rock covers of pop songs disney songs all that sort of stuff really funny group of guys but um I'm going to be holding my phone watching the Browns while that's going on. But that's all fun. Nice. And nice. It's backup music.
0: All right, Paola. Enjoy the game and I will catch up with you uh,
1: next week when I'm back in London. 100%. Go Browns. Go Browns.